deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of. One that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love saying that. I'm Alec Mappa, and here with me is the queen of all media, America's sister. You know her, you love her, Lonnie Love. Hello, Alec. I'm so excited. This is episode four. There's a lot going on, but are you okay? Have you been all right? I'm all right. I'm okay. You know, this is award season, so you should be a lot happier. It is award season. The Oscars are coming up. Do you know what it is, Lonnie? It's we're going to have to go out. (laughs) And I'm in my pajamas by seven o'clock. And all of these parties don't start until 10. I went to that Paramount Emmy party with you. And that I think that was the last time I stayed out. But you're a nighttime gal. You love going out. I love it. I Why? love going out. I love, because this is, entertainment is my life. I love seeing I entertainers. I love congratulating people. I love interviewing people. You're good at it. I get really bashful in person. And you go up and you talk to everybody. You like. I don't care. Yeah. I will take a picture. I, no, give me a picture. Let's yeah. do this. Let's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's about celebrating. And when I decided to become an entertainer, this is what I wanted to do. I love promoting people. That's why I love doing this type of podcast. Uh, where This isn't work to me. This yeah. is actually, I enjoy watching it, analyzing it, okay. hearing your wonderful opinions. It's not work. So can I, I can have your salary. That's great. That's <laughs> you can awesome. go ahead and do it. Thank anything you. that you Thank want. You. That'll get me out of a couple jams. No, <laughs> Lonnie's the best person to go to a party with because you get your cocktails. <laughs> and you park it. Yes. And then you just watch people. You park and, it so you can yeah. see people coming yeah. in. You can see what's happening. And we had a great table at the Paramount oh, party. We sure did. Everybody passed by. And also, what knocked me out was you knew who everybody was. You're like, that's so-and-so from so-and-so. They're a very big deal executive. Take the picture. Shut up. And just smile. And I was like, okay. All right, fine. But like, you knew like... You knew not just who the stars were. You knew all the people behind the scenes. And that's very important. And you know what, Squirrel Friends? This award season, we will keep you abreast to what's Mm -hmm. happening. But Mm -hmm. while we're doing that, we're also going to talk about episode four of RuPaul's season 15, Drag Race. Oh, my gosh. There is so much that we're going to go after. But there are spoilers. There are spoilers. There are spoilers. We've got, okay, usually they wait until there's like eight queens left. Right. to do Snatch Game. And this time, there's so many queens. They're doing 
all of the queens doing snatch game in two different rounds. It's a double snatch game. Holy mackerel. <laughs> uh, the runway is beautiful yet scary runway. Beautiful mm-hmm. nightmare is the thing. where I've looked beautiful and scary on any number of occasions, so I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. And another lip sync for your life and elimination. What's knocked me out this year is... And it still surprises me, Lonnie, because I've been watching the show from the beginning when the original grand prize was like maybe ten, twenty thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and a slot on the Absolute Pride Tour for vodka <laughs> or something. And now it's a year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills Cosmetics. I don't even know what a year supply of makeup looks like. <laughs> what is does a truck pull up to your house and two hundred thousand dollars? Two hundred thousand dollars, and you are. Queen for the year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, $200 you know. powered by Cash App. You know, I, I've, all the BBC queens are watching. If you watch UK Drag Race, BBC, because it's broadcast by the BBC, there's no cash prize. Oh, that's so You get bad. a Rue Peter badge each week. Oh. And the grand prize is a trip to Hollywood to work on your own series. But wow. there's no cash prize because the BBC is not allowed. It's like a PBS can't give out any money because it's a government-funded station. <laughs> wah, wah. We don't wah, like that. Wah. But in America, 200000 bucks. Now, before we get started, it's time for 15 Seconds to Say. Oh, Our favorite new segment on the show where you have 15 seconds to say something. This is where Lonnie and I have 15 seconds to race and say all of our most important thoughts and takes on a topic given to us by our producers in season 15. And that means 15 seconds. So here we go. Lonnie, you've got the timer ready? I'm going to time myself. For today's episode, Mm -hmm. seeing as we are both actors, comedians, and acting, and comedy are both huge parts of Snatch Game, we have 15 seconds to say our advice for developing a character. Lonnie, you go first. Ready, set, say. First thing you need to do is pick someone that you know you can do. Make sure that you get their voice, get their mannerisms, um, understand who they are, understand their look. And once you do that and you study the character, then you bring yourself into it. What can you do it to make unique? And that's it. Oh, wait a minute. How'd you do? 18 seconds. 18 (laughs) seconds. Listen, we'll allow it. You're America's sister, so you're a national treasure, so we'll make allowances. Maybe you could do better, Alec. Okay, Okay, here we go. Here you go. Okay, you ready? Ready, set, say. Pick somebody funny. You don't have to necessarily look like them or talk like them. Pick somebody funny. Don't pick somebody who is like, if you pick somebody that isn't funny, you're not going to write jokes. That's something you have to do is write jokes because you have to be able to answer as that person (laughs) make Rue laugh. This is 16.9. As as I was 16.9, you did 18. So (laughs) Uh, listen, my thing, Snatch Game drives me crazy year after year just because I see people make the same mistakes over and over again. Over and over again. Over and over again. And the number one rule of a Snatch Game is make Rue laugh. And you don't have to look like the character. You don't have no. to sound like the character. Alyssa Edwards did the most ridiculous Joan Crawford. She was like, had this drag wig on for All Stars. And all she did was quote lines from Mommy Dearest. Uh. It was ridiculous. It didn't make any sense. But it was so funny and so stupid. She made Rue laugh the entire time. So we gave him 30 seconds. Okay. All right. Say. I'm still talking about it. All right. Never mind. If you want us to say something for 15 <laughs> seconds, you think we can do this. Or 45 DM us, minutes. Squirrel friends. Message us your ideas at Alec Mappa on Instagram or at Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram and um, at Lonnie Love on Twitter. We got to take a break, but we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the 
snatch game in the workroom. We're going to have a good time on this show. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. And we're back. The workroom after elimination is always a funny beat to me on the show Mm -hmm. because they're fresh from the runway. And so they're all unpacking about, you know, their experience on the previous episode. So Sugar is the first one to pipe up. And she thought her group was annoyed with her. Mm -hmm. And she's used to working with Spice. And that's what I was talking about last week, Lonnie. I think because they're TikTokers and they're used to working with each other. They're not used to group situations. Right. They're not used to the group dynamic. I think Mm -hmm. in order to work in a group dynamic, you have to be able to read the room, Mm -hmm. know when to contribute, and know when to hang back. Sugar says she knows that she's too much, but she owns it. Yep. She says that she is going to stand up more for herself. Mm -hmm. So this is a learning period for her, Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. I applaud her for that but Lux believes that she came in second Mm -hmm. Lucy believes that she came in second so it's a little drama (laughs) I know that seemed petty to me you know all I would care about like I don't like it when people are upset for being safe yeah or people upset because they didn't win the challenge but they're still safe I you know each time when I was on worst cooks of America celebrity (laughs) edition and somebody was eliminated I'd just be like phew I'm still here that's all I cared about that's it that's it. That's when it. I was on Worst Cooks, I was trying to get off. I was trying to go home. Kim Whitley wanted to go home so bad. And oh. when she went home, she was like, woo! She ripped off her apron. She was twirling in the air. She's a mess. That's the hardest. I mean, and that's why I'm saying with these queens, and I know by doing celebrity drag race, it's work. It's like, I only want to do like a couple of days. I don't want to do weeks. Yeah. And you're on your feet all day long with three camera people recording everything you say. Everything that you say, everything that you do. So Mm -hmm. to see Sugar say, you know what? They think I'm annoying, but I'm going to stand up for myself. Good for you. I I think that that's good. That's a learning point. So, you know, also Amethyst won from last week. Princess Poppy went home. Mm. RuPaul enters the workroom. For the mm-hmm. maxi challenge, 
What did you think? And this is a suit that RuPaul wore to the Met Gala. It is a full-length suit that is in purple and black zebra. It looks like purple and black and white zebra with a black lapel, no shirt underneath. And what could only be described as kind of like a shawl on the side that is kind of like a boa, part of a black boa. Mm -hmm. It's very glamorous. It's very beautiful. I loved it. When I say you're able to, like you can take a suit. And you can say, okay, how can I even add it? Okay, well, you got the zebra print. That's Mm -hmm. great. Then you put the sequence. That's great. It's not even too much. And then you add a feather on one side. See, it would have been too much with feathers on two sides. Yeah, this feather shawl on one side. And it's (laughs) It's unmistakably RuPaul. She absolutely pulls it off. That's another reason why I don't like going out, Lonnie. Especially during, (laughs) um, I don't, because I'm still like in pandemic mode. Most of my clothes is just tank tops and Uggs. And you have like, because you were on that show for so long, you have a billion cute stuff things to wear. Do you know I'm still cleaning out? I'm cleaning out. I have so much because I do this organization. Mm-hmm. I send clothes to Zimbabwe. It's this organization. That's such a great idea. And you know what? It, it costs to send <laughs> clothes to Zimbabwe. Oh, but the organization so doesn't pay it. for it, or do you just? Do you no, just... I just it's a contribution. Okay. So I mean, right. you know, so I want to make sure that the women get the clothes. And when mm-hmm. I say to see them walking around in sequence in Zimbabwe, it warms my heart. So it... somebody's walking around in Lonnie Loves BET Awards dress in Zimbabwe. That, I, I we love gotta it. See, have people sent you pictures? I would they like to see that. They sent me pictures. I wanna, you know, I'm gonna start posting some stuff. Mm. And I send them the regular clothes too because, you know, I was on a show for what nine seasons nine seasons and you have to come up with a different outfit every day so that's every a lot day, of clothes did you ever repeat episodes. anything no did you ever repeat? A, no 180 episodes times nine what's that come on math and okay. that's what i have it's all in my storage so what i'm doing is i'm shipping boxes i ship like 10 boxes a day and i've been oh and this is the God. only time i've had it yeah so, you know, so shout out to the ladies of Zimbabwe. Also dress for success. I've been sending them my suits and things and dresses for women. Dress for success is a really good organization. A they really they, they good provide clothes. Clothes. They provide clothes, <laughs> Lonnie. Do you like clothes? I love clothes. I like, love they it. provide I love clothes it. for people who are interviewing for jobs. Yeah. And, and so. so it's women who don't necessarily have professional clothes to wear. They have a lot of ex-cons, people who have been incarcerated, who need clothes to go to a job interview, to look presentable. So that's a great organization. I give all of my leftover clothes when I do give stuff away to Out of the Closet, which is a consignment store here in Los Angeles that oh, yes. contributes to AIDS organizations um. and to organizations that help people with AIDS and HIV. One time I went to Out of the Closet and I was like, this stuff is cute. Oh, look at all these. Ki- oh, oh, it's our money oh it is it's all in my and it was all my clothes i was I like know. oh okay it's my stuff. Stuff. okay never so mind. squirrel friends make sure that you donate there are a lot of organizations goodwill mm-hmm. all those places that can use those clothes but as we said rupaul's in this fabulous outfit and he says when it comes to charisma uniqueness nerve and talent too much is never enough so this mm-hmm. week's maxi challenge will be a double helping of snatch game that's right The season's game will be longer, thicker, and juicier than before. For the first time in Drag Race history, Ruth's telling us, it's going to be played in two rounds. Hmm. Two rounds of Snatch Game. Well, you have to, because eight is a good number for Snatch Game, you know. Mm -hmm. But in All Stars, they did two rounds where they had to do two different characters. Yeah. That was the level of skill on that Snatch Game. People had to come up with two. This one, okay, we're going to see. With this one... (laughs) 
<laughs> see. So okay. he split the group down the middle. The group mm-hmm. on the left will play round one. The group that was on the right, they played round two. Mm. And so we go into the prep day for the workroom. Yes. And they start discussing who they're going to impersonate. Okay. Lux is doing Amanda Lepore which Trinity the Tuck had done before. And mm-hmm. she feels she's more, um, people were saying Trinity did it and, and Lux said, but she wasn't very good. <laughs> now, Amanda like... Lepore is a trans woman who's kind of like a fixture of nightclub life in New York City. She's absolutely gorgeous. She has a tiny waist and she's beautiful, not funny. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know how to make Amanda Lepore funny, but Lux... Again, you know, whatever. <laughs> Lucy is not doing Dolly again, although people suggested it. She feels that she showed it already. She feels she's more well-known for her Joan Rivers. Smart. Yeah. Very smart. I mean, that's smart because you're picking a stand-up comic. Yeah. So everything that comes out of your mouth is going to be a joke. Mm-hmm. Sonique did Dolly Parton, her season of All Stars, and just had a million Dolly Parton jokes at her disposal and did really, really well. Spice? Yeah. Who's Spice doing, Lonnie? She said she was born to be Miley Cyrus okay. in Snatch Game. Right. So we're like, okay. Sugar right. is doing Trisha, was it Paytas? I don't know who that is. I have no idea who she was. Yeah, this yeah. is the problem. I had to Google they're... it. I had because I'm old. I had to Google who. Let's Google her right now. Let's find out. Oh my God, she's the a one... YouTube personality. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> While you're googling, I want to mention that Aura was very nervous about Snatch Game, and she had mentioned that Malaysia is doing Saucy Santana because she feels like she can relate to him. Uh, yes. And Selena is doing a horny virgin uh, Mary. Oh, a horny version of the Virgin Mary. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Trisha Paytas is an American YouTuber and singer. Her YouTube channel consists of a wide variety of content, including lifestyle-oriented vlogs, music videos, and mukbangs. That's where you're just eating something. As of July 22, she has accumulated roughly 5 million subscribers and 1 billion lifetime views. So she is what the kids are watching on the YouTube. Okay. So you Lonnie and I don't know who that is. I still don't know. We're going to take a quick Unless you're in break. an Oscar winning or Emmy winning show, <laughs> Lonnie does not have time. We're going to take a break. we got to take a break. And so She's I can Google more about who people are. <laughs> We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. And we're back. Okay. I know who's going to be in trouble already. (laughs) When Aura says that she's scared because she doesn't know who she's going to do, it's like, it's too late. It's too late. You should know who you're going to do the minute you're cast on the show and start rehearsing. Right? I would pick a character, dress up as that character, and talk as that character all day long. Okay. So that we have round one. Round right. one, you have Marsha, Marsha, Marsha as Tim Gunn, who was excellent as yeah. Tim Gunn. I really love great that. as Tim Gunn. I love <laughs> Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn is one of those people, I've met Tim, I've hung out with him, I've worked with him. He's exactly the same off camera as he is on the show. Lovely, lovely person. Lux Noir London is Amanda Lepore. Next up, we have Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. Who'd she do? Uh, Saucy Santana, who is a rapper. I like that song that Saucy Santana does. Yeah, uh, but Saucy's song. not... Uh, <laughs> It's not, not funny. funny. I mean, it's but, like... Uh, make her funny. How do you make Saucy Santana funny? You have her do the booty dance. You yeah. have her rap. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't do none of that. Mm-mm. It's like no rap, no dance, just was mm-hmm. with long... I mean, I think Snatch Game is just not about the look. It's about embodying everything. What are they saying? Yeah. Are there comebacks? What are the jokes? And I think that's where people get messed up. And, you know, <sighs> it's not about impersonating a celebrity. Alaska came on, didn't look anything like Lady Bunny, didn't look anything like Mae West, and she killed because yeah. she had jokes. Anitra was Georgina Ramsey, who is the sister of the celebrity cook, of Gordon, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Mistress Isabel Brooks was Rosie O'Donnell and was mm-hmm. very, very good. Yeah, Her timing yeah. was right. Yeah. She had the jokes. And even at one point, she got mixed up when Rue asked her about something. And yeah. she said, oh, I, I'm Abby Lee Miller. Yeah. Taxi She's like, oh, I got, I got myself mixed up with Abby Lee Miller because she did look like Abby Lee Miller, <laughs> which would have been a good choice, too. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Fierce is Karen... Cougar. Yeah, from and who's a real housewife of Potomac. Uh, Potomac. I yeah. don't watch that show. Yeah, yeah. Karen. I is, don't know who anybody is. She's she's not funny. I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> why would you pick like, Karen? Nini's funny. Nini yeah. Leaks is funny. Like she's pick ridiculous. Nini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, to pick, pick Karen is like you know, darling. You know, it's okay. Yeah. That's not funny. That's just yeah. Karen being Karen. Selena so. S. Titties did the Virgin Mary, dressed up as her. I thought she was funny. She had bits kind of spaced out. Not all of them landed, but what I appreciated was that she made a choice. Yeah. I mean, it's about timing. And yeah. I think when she had the baby, that was, you know, that. She took a big swing. <laughs> she took a big swing. Did it pay off? Mm. I, I'm not going to put her down for making a big choice and sticking behind it. I would rather see somebody do too much than somebody do too little. Well, I think when she had the baby, that kind of put Rue off. Because it that was kind of like, off? wait, put what? Rue off? 
Yeah, when when she when she gave birth to the baby, yeah, yeah, you know, and then the only thing that Saucy Santana said was like, "What kind of Virgin Mary are you?" I think this is putting Rue off. You know, he kind of you know mentioned uh, okay. that in his confessional, right. you know. Okay. But then Rosie and Tim Gunn, the characters, were actually saving this snatch game because yeah. they were coming in yeah. and adding jokes and commenting, which mm. you know made it good for they them. They filled in the blank spaces. Yeah, you don't want any kind of dead space during. Snatch Game. Exactly. A little fun factoid. I was the contestant on the very first Snatch Game, season two. They did Snatch Game for the first time, and I was there. And for this one, they have the uh, they have the pit crew. So for round one, the contestants were Bruno and Calix. They're so cute. Round so cute. two, the contestants are Bryce, who's our cute ginger, and yes. Asaf, who's a new pit crew member. And first up, we have Lucy LaDuca as Joan Rivers. Perfect. Excellent. Perfect. Mayonnaise on an aspirin. Yeah, yeah. She said that Asaf was on The Biggest Loser. She put mayonnaise on an aspirin. Well, Joan Rivers had a million fat jokes. They were so funny, and they were all about Elizabeth Taylor. She goes, oh, Liz Taylor is so fat. Uh, she's the only woman who stands in front of a, a microwave oven and says, hurry! <laughs> I love it. And this is the thing with Snatch Game. If you have like, like with the Rosie character, the Mm -hmm. Rosie character was able to keep the energy going. Because Rosie's quick. Yeah. And that's what happened with with the Joan character. The Joan Rivers character that Lucy did was Mm -hmm. excellent. And who else did they have? They had Sasha Colby as Jan Crouch. I feel like they didn't show a lot of her jokes. I kept on waiting for them to show more of Jan Crouch. Probably because they didn't land. (laughs) They were doing a favor. Jax did the Mona Lisa, which was funny, but it was kind of one joke. Yeah. It was was kind of like she did this kind of like European accent. It was kind of like, you know, she made Rue laugh with the first thing. Yeah. Show us that Mona Lisa smile and she stuck out her tongue. Right. It was funny, but it was one joke. I don't know if it filled the whole thing. Sugar, as the infamous Trisha Paytas, who has a billion views on YouTube (laughs) and Lonnie and I have never heard of her, didn't have a lot to contribute. No. Mm-mm. Now, Mm-mm. this is what happens when you pick someone that pick a legend or, you know, pick someone funny or pick a legend or you know or what whoever I mean? you pick. Write jokes, write <sighs> a hundred jokes that you have that you can pull from from at any moment. I, I guess, you know, Amethyst. I'm thinking was... of I'm thinking of like, you know, it's an unfair comparison. But Jinx Monsoon is Judy Garland. Oh. I just kind of like there was never a false moment. There was never a moment where Rue called on her. She was unprepared. She stopped the show to sing. I mean, it was just unbelievable. I just, I'm going to have to go back and look at that because that one was so funny. It was so good. It was good. so, it was so hilarious. Uh, Amethyst. Oh, it's like Tan Mom. Who, really? Who is on the Howard Stern show. She talks <laughs> like this. And so Tan Mom's kind of gross. So she made the voice and everything. She did. I think she could have gone bigger with it. She could have yeah, told more jokes. She could have. She yeah. was fine. Spice was Miley Cyrus. And she did several versions of Miley Cyrus. She first came out as like a Hannah Montana version of her with right. a brown wig. And then she turned into Wrecking Ball version of uh, and then that's where i felt like it went off the rails yeah i mean i knew we were in trouble when the opening line when rue asked her you know what do you think about the gays and she says not to trust them yeah she didn't have an answer she didn't have a good answer it was like yeah it was like and and you could tell like rue is like moves on from something when she goes 
Okay. <laughs> it's like, Orobayari did Bretman Rock, who I do know from Instagram, is this Filipino boy from Hawaii who is an influencer who does all these makeup tutorials. And he's really outrageous and really funny. And Aura was neither of those things. <laughs> I mean, he's stupid funny. Like, he's ridiculous. Makes faces, cries, is doing makeup, is kind of over the top. No jokes. Look like him, no jokes. You know how I know there weren't a lot of good jokes? Because this was the quickest Snatch game I've ever seen. It was quick. It was quick. I was like, is that it? Now, this is the second season of a meh Snatch game. Because last year, they were all up for elimination. And the only person who made it through was the one who did that rapper. I was just like, oh my God. The, the queen from Fresno, Deja Sky. <laughs> we got to take a break from yeah. this Snatch Game, but we'll All be right, right back. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. And we're back after the best of the worst snatch game. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. It wasn't it wasn't standout. I mean, I'm thinking about the snatch games where like Kennedy Davenport was Little Richard. Yeah. Where she went, yeah, after Simone everything, and it was as, so funny. Simone, Simone as Harriet, as Harriet Tubman. Tubman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Ginger Minge as Adele, when yeah. RuPaul said, Where are you from? And she said, My house. Like <laughs> it, That's what you look for in Snatch Game. And I feel like this was sadly, it wasn't chock full of jokes. And that's the frustrating thing for me is that this, they've been doing this for the past 75 years. (laughs) Figure it out. But this is why it's still a competition. And people that do their homework, they'll be on top. And the ones that don't. And and because I said that out loud, Lonnie, I'm going to be cast in Celebrity Drag Race next (laughs) season. And I'm going to bomb at Snatch Game. People are going to say, Alec, you didn't have any jokes, you weren't prepared, and you picked somebody not funny. (laughs) Who did you pick? Judge Janet Reno. I picked Janet Reno during Snatch Game. Wasn't funny. You know what? Now we're back at the uh, workroom Mm -hmm. elimination day. Anitra asked Lucy about her coming out journey, and Lucy reveals that she didn't come out until after high school. She still lives 
in the town she grew up in. Yes. And it was very heartwarming. Yeah. And she talked about being made fun of since she was a kid. And now she kind of doesn't let it get to her. Mm -hmm. She now makes a living doing all the things she was made fun of for before. And it's, you know, it's that's the journey of the queens on the show is like taking something that you thought was a liability and turning it into an asset. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're called out for being different. So you just turn yourself into a queen. And now you're a star. So she's certainly done that. I mean, and to hear her saying how her teachers would join in making fun of her mm. at her school, they would yeah. call her the F word and yeah. things like that. This is the reason why. And we will keep saying it yeah. because, you know, it needs to be said is that we have to be kind to each other. Right. We have light shade here. We yeah. laugh here. Yeah. But you know when someone's being mean to you. You know when someone's being prejudiced and biased. Right. And that is not the way to be. Right. And that's what we don't tolerate. It's really easy to feel like we live in a bubble because we're here in Los Angeles and we yes. work in New York City. So we're going to urban areas where everybody's kind of cool because it's a diverse environment. But there are still... I've been watching We're Here on HBO, which has Bob the Drag Queen and Eureka and Shangela traveling to small towns to put on drag shows. And what they're coming up against this season is outright hostility. Mm. of like people don't want them there and it's so it's important to know that there are still people out there struggling with this every day and so you're right it's we need kindness now more than everything and i think it's more of a fear people fear what they don't know and that's the reason why we have to have platforms like these one of the reasons why i wanted to do a talk show with just women of color on Mm -hmm. it alec was to actually show Like middle America, some people in middle America, they don't have people of color as their friends. They don't have a black friend. They don't have an Asian friend. They don't have any, you know. So I figured if I do a show and we put it on every day and Mm -hmm. show that we have the same issues as you, you know, maybe maybe you could see us in a different light than just seeing us on the evening news. Right. And, you know, it's like, you know, this black person robbed a store or something like that. You know what I mean? So those images are powerful. If you see a woman of color on television and she makes you laugh, if you make anybody laugh, this is the power of that. They identify with you. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of, you know, if we can all laugh and cry about the same things, I mean, that's what Oprah did. Oprah on paper does not make any sense. That should right. not have. She was the black woman who grew up poverty stricken. And by being her authentic self and talking about things that people didn't necessarily feel comfortable about, mm-hmm. you know, she really kind of won the hearts of everybody. So. Yeah, representation is important. And it was a hard road for her because you have to remember, when Oprah first started, she started in Chicago on Mm -hmm. one station. Mm -hmm. Then she went national. Now, syndication means that you have to try to go to each station. There are little affiliate stations, in Mm -hmm. which is 50 states. Yes. And there were some station managers that would say... And it's been quoted as saying, we will never put this fat black woman on our station. Oh, wow. And Oprah kept doing her thing. Her ratings kept going up, her popularity. Right. Whereas she was in 100% of the country. And Mm -hmm. that shows you that those people had to eat their words. I kind of look at this like with Drag Race. Drag Race, we talked about it. It started on Logo. Now look, it's on MTV. You know, it's a mainstay. It trends on Twitter every Friday. But that's why people are pushing back against it because Mm -hmm. it is in the mainstream it's now in everybody's living room so now it's like too close i gotta shut it down Hmm. yeah meanwhile it's been going on for years people have been reading to kids for years drag Mm -hmm. shows have been going on for years and now you have a problem with it let's move on 
the runway category is Beautiful Nightmare. And they had to come out in something, I guess, scary. Kind of a beautiful, scary outfit. Oh, first of all, the guest judge is Amanda Stenberg, who is an actress. I'm not familiar with her. She's really cool. But she's won a Teen Choice Award. What is she on? Yeah, she does movies now. She's doing like a lot of movies. A great, a young actress. She's gorgeous. Very nice girl. She was in The Hunger Games. Yes, as Ruth. Yes. Yeah, so that's what she was. Stenberg has been recognized for her outspoken views, particularly towards her activism for LGBT youth. Yes. Which has received significant media coverage. So she's absolutely lovely. And I love, like, because we've both been guest judges, it's so much fun to be there. I mean, when you're a judge on the show, it really does feel like you've won a prize. It's so much fun. I want people to know that when you are a judge, RuPaul welcomes you. Mm -hmm. He says he appreciates you being there. Mm -hmm. And... You just have fun. That's mm-hmm. the behind the scenes that I can give you. You also you get know? a robe. You get a robe, a RuPaul's <laughs> bathrobe. Because on Ellen, they used to give you a robe and, a and fan. underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a yeah, fan. Yeah. A fan mm-hmm. and snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Plenty get a big snacks. basket of snacks in your dressing room. And I always take the whole thing home. Um, <laughs> beautiful Nightmare runway. Before we start the runway, we have Mama RuPaul. Mama RuPaul. Okay, this is one of the things, I'm going to describe it to you. It's a strapless gown that looks like it's made out of, like, glittery tweed. Mm -hmm. And it has small feathers with stems sticking out of it so that the feathers are floating above the tweed glitter fabric from the bodice to the ground. And it is so unusual, and it's gorgeous. And it's kind of like a tweed glitter dress, yes. With feathers, yes. And then she has this auburn short, short ish wig, gorgeous. Just like you say, on paper, it wouldn't make sense. Mm -hmm. You know, describing it, it doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense. But when you look at it, you're like, oh, it makes sense. Oh, it's gorgeous. And of course, you know, give a shout out to Zaldi, who is the resident designer for all of RuPaul's dresses, a Filipino designer, beautiful Zaldi, and Raven doing RuPaul's makeup. Okay. So up first, we have on the runway, beautiful nightmare, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Who dressed as a nightmare dentist. (laughs) She was kind of like had a dental hygienist top, kind of a doctor's outfit with uh, green stockings. And that thing that they put in your mouth when they're bleaching your teeth. Yeah, that, that um, mouth stretcher. Was, uh, the idea is there. Is it nightmarish? Uh, no. No, or glamorous. I, yeah, I, I, I still kind of, feel like you can have the the glamour along with the nightmare. It's just yeah, yeah. Like if it was a dentist gown, maybe I don't know. Yes, yeah. Yes. It got a little farther. Lux Noir London came out as a zombie, and <laughs> Rue said the auditions for the thriller video are down the hall. She came out as somebody who had been thrown into a river and was dredged up. She had a cinder block tied to her leg, mm-hmm. and she really did look like somebody had drowned her. She's like in a corset top that's kind of white colored, and it looked muddy, like she'd been mm-hmm. dragged at the bottom of the river. She had zombie contact lenses she looked scary this was yeah. this was this was more of in the nightmare category not so much beauty but it was mm-hmm. nightmare mm-hmm. up next we have malaysia baby doll fox malaysia baby doll fox who did kind of a zombie drag queen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with feathers she, again she's coming out in another white gown which works for her and this is a very form-fitting gown long sleeved she did kind of a clown white face and her eyes were whited out she kind of like if you didn't have this makeup it wouldn't have been beautiful scary right it would have just been a beautiful gown so she did kind of a beautiful gown with a scary face and she repurposed that wig she did that's the same wig she wore in the last is it the horn wig yeah, yeah. she repurposed her horn wig from last week it's fine it's yeah yeah it's good yeah. 
All right, Mistress Isabel Brooks. Now, she says that when you fall asleep, you're swallowing spiders in your sleep. <laughs> Did you ever heard that before? No. So she came out as somebody who was infested with spiders. She's caught in a spiderweb <laughs> gown that was like, the spiderweb gown is like a cage around her. And right. then she has a red dress, kind of a red velvet dress underneath with huge spider earrings. This looks like a Halloween drag show like hostess thing. Yeah, Again, she has spider earrings. Yeah, yeah, I didn't quite get, I got the, if you have to describe your outfit to me for me to get it, it's not necessarily 100% clear. Having said that, I do look forward to everything Mistress Isabel does because her makeup is flawless. Always. And Always. the hair was good, but it's just, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. Right now, I think everybody was a little confused. Yeah. Anitra was next. She did kind of a black widow spider dress. Now, this one was a little more successful to me because it was like a black patent leather dress, almost like mm-hmm. fetish wear, mm-hmm. with a red kind of bodice in the middle, blood red. She had blood red, almost like crinoline petticoat sticking out from underneath it. And she had the tail, the poisonous, venomous tail that the spiders have. So right. I kind of get it. And she looked great. And she sold it. So I have no problem with it. Next up, we have Selena Estides, who did kind of a zombie woman. And she did kind of like the equivalent of like, a, remember the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yes. Leather face. Mm-hmm. She did kind of like a leather face dress. Right. With What'd leather like tearing mm-hmm. all around. And mm-hmm. then her face was gory with blood all on it. But it was beat. She always does a big swing. She does yeah. a big swing. She makes a big definite choice. I think the ideas here, but the execution of it wasn't as refined or as elevated as I would have liked it to be. Mm. Up next, Robin Fierce. Robin Fierce came out at another Black Widow spider kind of incarnation. She did a Black Widow spider kind of cocktail dress. She has this black tulle skirt, black leather bodice, and these kind of red ornaments on the side. She kind of looked like a vampire kind of character. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just not into this. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. Me like, neither. like, okay, uh, Lucy uh, LaDuca. Uh, Lucy LaDuca did kind of, okay, now see, this works for me. She did kind of a glamorous Jason Voorhees. Yes. It kind of reminded me, remember when Crystal Method came out and did a glamorous version of Nightmare Before Elm Street, Freddy mm-hmm. Krueger. And it was amazing. This kind of reminds me of that. She has the hockey mask obscuring part of her face. And she has a ghoulish face on the outside. And she has a gown that looks like it's made up of ripped up black and gray material. It's done really well. Yes, it was done really, really well. Yeah. And I yeah. could, you know, she, she was on theme. I, yeah. I like that. I appreciated that. Yeah. Up next was Sasha Kobe. Who came out in a nude illusion gown. It was black sheer material and it looks like she's naked underneath yes and this was really done well it's a mermaid silhouette by the bottom it looks like branches or twigs that are are scooching out as a skirt but it's all fabric her body's on point the body stocking is beautiful it looked like branches or webs covering her entire body she did a very pale face and kind of scary hair i think she has the most successful look of the evening yeah yeah i agree That was really the best. Beautiful beautiful nightmare. nightmare. Next was Jax. Jax did kind of, she did a Lord Voldemort face, Mm. you know, kind of a snake face. But I didn't, I didn't understand the rest of her gown. It looked like a diaper to me. Yeah, it did. It looked like she was wrapped in a diaper and then she had like a bodysuit on. Yeah, a a brown bodysuit underneath like a flesh color bodysuit. If you're going to do Voldemort, go all the way. Yeah. 
And I yeah. felt like she did this applique thing on her face. She did an application where her nose is gone. So she looks like... My favorite Voldemort joke is like, he's the most powerful wizard in the universe and he doesn't have a nose. He couldn't make himself a nose. So um, <laughs> it's that. She did that. I had the idea. The execution of it was not great. Finally, oh, your favorite, Sugar comes out dressed as... <laughs> Come on, what, Sugar. A scary doll. Now, she uh, kind of like looks like a nightmare Jean Benet Ramsey. Uh, it, it kind of like it. She's wearing what can be described as like a kitty pageant gown, yeah. You know, with the flouncy tutu skirt and <laughs> and the pink top. She's wearing scary contact lenses that white out her eyes, and she's carrying a scary doll. So she looks like a she looks like a scary Brad's doll. She looks like oh, a, a monster high doll. You know. Okay. Next is Spice. <laughs> Spice came out dressed as a doll too. <laughs> this is black and white. And it, she looks like a monster high doll. She has black and white Beetlejuice striped stockings, <laughs> black platform shoes. Again, they're wearing two different versions of the same dress. <laughs> it's the same silhouette. It's the tutu, but it's black and white Beetlejuice. She's like a Beetlejuice doll. Oh, my God. Are, are, we, still, are we still talking? This is yeah. still going on. Yeah, it's still going on. So they were both dolls. <laughs> Amethyst came out as Lady Gaga, which was a great choice because that was scary beautiful. Remember yeah, when uh, remember. Gaga came out for was it the American Music Awards where she came out and sang paparazzi and bled to death on stage? Yes. That's what Amethyst did. She comes out in the Lady Gaga outfit. That, that was at the VMAs. That. Yeah. yeah, the VMAs, the white go-go boots, the platinum blonde hair. She didn't contour her nose, so she actually does look like Gaga because yeah. she has a prominent nose. And she bled on stage. So I thought that was successful. I thought yeah. she got the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> One more, last but not least, is Aura Mayari. I love this. She came out too. in a black velvet full length gown, almost like a turtleneck, and it, you know, with gloves, black velvet form fitting. I see, like, okay, what's scary about that? She turns around, she had mm-hmm. her entire spinal column and tailbone out. glitter, yeah, yes. exposed, almost mm-hmm. like the, the her entire back had been flayed. And that was pretty. Stunning. I thought that, that was a was great stunning. look. I yeah. thought that that was great. And she know? brought her performance of somebody who had their skin ripped off on the runway. It was very kind of like <laughs> it <laughs> was creative. Yeah, you know, it was cool. I mean, because when she turned around, the judges actually gasped. Yeah, because they were like, because oh, you weren't uh, expecting that. Yeah, so remember, remember the the two episode episode two with the baby. Yes, it was like. See, that is what you want when you do a reveal. You have to make sure that you do something. And then if it's in the back, you make it the very last moment. The very last thing. The very last thing. So that's what she did. Wow. And that's what she did. If she had exposed it at the very, very beginning, it would have had no place to go. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't been like, okay, now we see it, you know, but she waited. So the judges gave their critiques and then they deliberated, you know, the. Okay, so we obviously have a lot of opinions on this runway, very controversial, and a lot of opinions on Snatch Game. And we'll talk about all of that when we come back after these messages. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, 
even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. And we're back. Who won, Lonnie, after all of that? The challenge winner was Lucy LaDuca, mm-hmm. and she wins $5,000 $5,000. Um, Bottom two. Okay, let's go back real quick. Like, okay. Who was your favorite when it comes to the runway and with Snatch Game? Okay, my favorite in Snatch Game was... Mine's was Joan Rivers. Yeah, my favorite My favorite during Snatch Game was Lucy LaDuca as Joan Rivers, uh, yeah. hands down. She was prepared. She understood the assignment. She had jokes. My favorite on the runway was mm-hmm. Sasha Colby. I thought that her gown was absolutely beautiful. It was a beautiful nightmare. I mean, it was the execution of it was gorgeous. The dress fit perfectly, and it tied together the theme. Beautiful yeah. nightmare. Yeah, definitely. And so the judges actually agreed with you. And the Mm -hmm. bottom two that they picked were sugar Sugar and spice. spice. Yeah, because (laughs) Trish Paytas didn't have any jokes. And then Spice kind of lost her mind as Miley Cyrus. Like towards at Snatch Game, she was hitting herself over the head with that hammer, the sledgehammer. Because she didn't have anything. She didn't have any jokes. She She just kind of made faces. And not only that. She kept interrupting, not Spice, it was Sugar, kept interrupting, trying to be a part of the table. Mm -hmm. And here again is what we talk about timing. Whereas Mm -hmm. what you saw what Rosie O'Donnell was doing, Mm -hmm. Mistress, as Rosie O'Donnell, what she was doing, she was timing how to come in and make something funny. Sugar didn't have her timing right Mm -hmm. and was kind of mean and it it went off as kind of annoying. So it didn't work. And again, you know, the reason that Mistress Isabella was able to do that is because she has years of experience working in the clubs. Yeah. She has comedic timing. She knows when to chime in. These girls, because they're home doing their TikTok videos, don't have the experience of being in front of a live audience. I'm sorry, but that matters. But are you surprised that they're on the bottom two so early? No. And I don't want to be mean about it, but I kind of called it going in. And, and I'll tell you why. Why? I'll use the same analogy that you can relate to. is like if you're on a competition show with stand-up comics and everybody was on there and I've done the Laugh Factory at 3 o'clock in the morning. I've done the Ice House in Pasadena. I've done the shit gigs out in the middle of the country, right? Mm-hmm. For years. I put in the hours. And then somebody's like, I've been on TikTok telling jokes for uh, six months. Your experience weighed against that person's experience is going to be disproportionately larger. Mm -hmm. You've put in the hours. I'm not saying that Sugar and Spice haven't worked hard on their looks. I'm not saying that they haven't worked hard on their characters, but they simply don't have the experience that the other girls have had on the ground. And you're going to see, and this is the thing, Lux, who's only been doing drag maybe, I believe she said a year Mm -hmm. and some change. 
She's having the same issues too. She's just right. lucking up because you have sugar and spice who have no experience, you know, know, when it comes to like performing like that. Yeah, Why? but this experience is going to change them because I remember Shangela in her first season came on. She hardly had any makeup on at all. Mm-hmm. And then she used, when she got kicked off the show so early, she used that as a catalyst to learn as much as possible, improve her drag, step everything up elevate everything and she became a better queen and i think that after doing this show these two girls will watch themselves on the show and go okay i i realize now what i need to do well they were on the bottom two which meant that they had to lip sync for their lives mm-hmm. and the lip sync song was you better run by pat benatar and it looked like they choreographed it together <sighs> like they had like worked on a number like, together i was like what are they doing Everybody was like, what are they What, what are, they, are they, doing? they doing? They were dancing with each other. There were steps with each other. I feel like it took me out of it. It's kind <laughs> of like, I'm not watching you guys lip sync and get each other. I feel like we're over at your house and we're watching you film a TikTok video. Right. You know, in a way, mm, like, I don't want to say yeah, you're, you're, you're trying to pick the words, <laughs> the right words. Listen, I'm sure they're both lovely. You know how you try to give somebody a chance because yeah. you want to say, okay, let's give them a chance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, what did Meryl Streep say in Devil Wears Prada? Give a fat girl a chance. Give the fat girl a chance. Yeah, yeah. Take a chance. Hire the smart fat girl. I mean. And then you see Anne Hathaway go, what? <laughs> like, what? You know, yeah. you, you give the TikTokers a chance. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. they got these followers. This will help with the brand. This will help, yeah, you know, yeah. give exposure. And then yeah. you're like, mm. But then I honestly asked myself, Alec, I said, well, is it us just being protective of the brand? Is it us saying, you know, we know because right. we've been and we've... All right. is, yeah, okay. we're super fans. We know what happens on the ground on this show. And mm-hmm. we know what people need to do in order to be successful. And we watch these two show up and not do, <laughs> not fill in the blanks the way that they're supposed to. Now, who won the lip sync? It was Spice. Yes. Spice wins the lip sync. Now, without her sister there distracting her, she might turn out to be a completely different queen on her own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that remains to be seen. I'm looking forward to it. I still want to give her a chance. <laughs> well, you know, first of all, we are already seeing through these past three episodes that Spice is a lot different. That Spice has something just a little bit different yeah. than, her, than her sister Sugar. So yeah. now that Sugar is out the way, which, you know, it was it was sad because, I'm, you know, they're twins and they, mm-hmm. they, they do everything together. Mm-hmm. Sugar had the exit line because, you know, at first she just walked off and Spice was like, well, at least say a joke, girl, you know. Mm-hmm. And so she came back and she says, this bitch might still be in the competition, but I'm still hotter, better and everything in between, bitch. So bye. I I was really glad that the sisterhood lasted even when one of them was eliminated. Like they were still supporting each other. Spice was still supporting Sugar. Mm -hmm. Her sister still looking out for her because that's my whole point. Spice was looking out for her sister because she walked off and she and Sugar didn't say anything. And she says at least say a funny line. Yeah, at least say something. This is your time to say goodbye. Yeah, you know. And so then she came back and said that their relationship is very sweet. It's very sweet. But now what you said now is important because. Now I'm invested more in Spice, and I believe Spice has something. I think that she's a quick learner. Mm -hmm. I think that she's going to elevate and up her game, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be, she'll be fine. I have to agree. We'll wrap things up right after this. Hold up. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Another great episode. We're on episode four, and I it's can't. A lot. Believe, yeah, it was a lot. But like Snatch Game, usually we have to wait for Snatch Game, and it came early this year. You could always have another one, a round of Snatch Game. Let's have another round of Snatch Game. Let's <laughs> let's have a do over Snatch Game. But new rules: pick somebody funny and write jokes. Now listen, we're talking about things objectively here. We're just kind of giving our opinions. We're not here yes. to tear anybody down. So let's make that distinction clear. When you talk about these girls on social media, show them kindness. Don't forget to tip them. Give them their flowers, as Lonnie Love would say. Definitely. Send us a tweet or DM if you have questions or hot takes for the queens. Um, you can find me at Comic Lonnie Love on Instagram and at Lonnie Love on Twitter. Where can we find you, Alec? You can find me on Instagram where you can join one of my 35,400 <laughs> followers. <laughs> but you know what, Lonnie? When we started the show, I had 30,000 followers. So it's going up. So you can find me at Alec Mappa on Instagram. It's the only social media I have. So I will read your DMs and I will read them on the air. You can listen to Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this episode, make sure to rate us and review us five stars, please. And tell a friend. Watch all new episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race season 15 every Friday on MTV. We'll be back next time for an all new episode of Squirrel Friends, the official RuPaul Drag Race podcast. And I appreciate them retweeting me when I retweet about the podcast. So thank you, RuPaul. Thank you, RuPaul. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 